Hello and welcome to Constitution Corner. I'm your host, Robert Owens. Our founding fathers knew that the power to declare and make war was a key issue that required careful handling. On one hand, absolute power to start and execute a war was good for security in the hands of a just ruler. On the other hand, those same powers in the hands of a tyrant is a sure path to death and destruction. Our Constitution dealt with this problem in the same way that it dealt with many similar problems, by separating the powers. In Article I of the Constitution, we see that it is Congress that has delegated the power to declare war. In Article II of the Constitution, we see the executive as the commander-in-chief of all military forces has the delegated authority to prosecute a war once it is declared by Congress. This separation of powers is key when looking at the current events in the Ukraine. To begin, there is no set of circumstances to legitimize U.S. military action in Ukraine absent a formal declaration of war. We're not talking about an assault on Vermont. There's no national emergency or crisis that suggests the president just has a blank check to send in the Marines. If there is to be war in the Ukraine, which is not something I'm advocating, but the Constitution requires a formal declaration of war first. That's done by Congress. The issue in the Ukraine is a manufactured crisis. Did you know that this entire crisis has been all brought about by U.S. interference in the internal affairs of the Ukraine? Specifically, the U.S.-backed coup that overthrew an elected government in February 2014. U.S. intelligence agencies conducted all the planning for the coup. U.S. politicians facilitated most of the funding for the Ukrainian protest using a little-known federal agency called the National Endowment for Democracy. And of course, the media, under the direction and control of the Council on Foreign Relations masters, served as the cheerleader. John Quincy Adams was arguably the most experienced diplomat to ever serve as President of the United States. I encourage you to look into his background. Serving under President Monroe, Adams was one of America's great secretaries of state, arranging with England for the joint occupation of the Oregon country, obtaining from Spain the secession of the Floridas, and formulating with, the, with President Monroe the Monroe Doctrine. No one in their right mind would suggest that John Quincy Adams was an isolationist or a pacifist. Now, on the 4th of July, 1821, John Quincy Adams delivered a speech to the U.S. House of Representatives that policymakers need to hear today and observe. The question he poses and answers is this, what is America's role on the world stage? Here's what he said. Let our answer be this, America in the assembly of nations, since her admission among them has invariably, though often fruitlessly, held forth to them the hand of honest friendship, of equal freedom, of generous reciprocity. She has, in the lapse of nearly half a century, without a single exception, respected the independence of other nations while asserting and maintaining her own. She has abstained from interference in the concerns of others, even when conflict has been for the principles to which she clings as to the last vital drop that visits the heart. Wherever the standard of freedom and independence has been or shall be unfurled, there will be her heart, her benedictions, and her prayers be. 
but she goes not abroad in search of monsters to destroy. She is the well-wisher to the freedom and independence of all. She is the champion and vindicator only of her own. She will commend the general cause by the continence of her voice and the benignant sympathy of her example. She well knows that by once enlisting under other banners than her own, were they even the banners of foreign independence, she would involve herself beyond the power of extrication in all the wars of interest and intrigue, of individual avarice, envy, and ambition, which assume the colors and usurp the standard of freedom. The fundamental maxims of her policy would insensibly change from liberty to force. She might become the dictatress of the world. She would no longer be the ruler of her own spirit. America's glory is not dominion, but liberty. Her march is the march of the mind. She has the spear and a shield, but the motto upon her shield is freedom, independence, peace. This has been her declaration. This has been as far as her necessary intercourse with the rest of mankind would permit her practice. There is no reason for U.S. armed interference in the Ukraine. As it is currently being pursued by the Biden administration, it is overtly unconstitutional usurpation of war powers delegated to Congress. Don't just know your constitution, live it. This has been Liberty News Hour. Please visit jbs.org and thenewamerican.com to find more information about this topic, as well as other critical information. And please share this with others. Wow.